Yo, 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 welcome to another show, another episode of The Way I See It Podcast. I am your host, Josh The Way, and you're listening to W My Block The Sound. I just want to let you know, I am saved, and I'm glad about it. I am sanctified, and I'm glad about it. I am filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm glad. I've been running for Jesus. I'm Chase. I ain't have no sex. <laughs> Today, I, I mean... <laughs> okay, let's start the show because <laughs> I feel judged. So listen, we are back. Our cousins are here. Um, Jeremy, because you, I, I just feel like you ignorant. You just, mm. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm literally just drinking my sweet tea and whiskey. Okay, okay. You want to be offended with with me so bad? Play the victim. Introduce yourself. Hi, Jeremy. How are you this week? I'm not a Libra. Libras and Virgos play victims. Wow. Um, so I'm better. Yeah, I've been in a really rocky spot. Josh, you okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, sweet pea. Um, <laughs> I've been in a really <laughs> rocky spot in life. Um, so, but this has been a, a better week. So I'm here. I'm alive. I'm well. Ready to play this game, though. <laughs> okay, next. Oh, God. Uh, Laurent, how are you? Because What's no. popping? Hey, everybody. Um, I'm good. Um, it has been a rough week for me, too. But nothing a little dickhead handle. I'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Um, but, 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 but I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. It's me. Yes. Shell. Yes. How how are you? You know, I'm still kind of clinging on to my title of being the most saved. Child. So, you know, I'm, I'm just holding on to the Lord. Not according to that text me- message, ma'am. <laughs> Why are you going to blow her spot out like that, Sherry? <laughs> are we putting the church's business out there? Yes. See this way? Call, Baby, call me part, Larry Reed. Baby, he's up? a part of this, this you Twitter. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's Shell. Hey, cousin. Hey. All right. So, Jimmy, come on, play your little funky game. Because I'm. <clears throat> you know, when I received this assignment, I'm cracking Oh, up. God. You can always tell when somebody the ain't Holy Ghost. <laughs> The Holy Ho- the Holy Ghost have given me <laughs> the Holy, holy Game to play. No. <laughs> we was gonna Holy, holy Ho. <laughs> Help so, him, Holy Ghost. <laughs> I was gonna play Never Have I Ever Again. Oh God! And hypothetically, if I was gonna play, I would have said Never Have I Ever Gotten My Car to Go Fight Somebody. But oh, well. I decided that we are going to. Pl- You're right, Sweet Pea. <laughs> okay. I just feel like I just feel like everybody has gotten into the car to go fight. I mean, I absolutely have. At our big age, <laughs> at our big age, we have. 
It's like Purdue you thought about this like, game and like chose Violet. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so we're going to play Would You Rather. However, this is the sex version. Ooh. So I'm going spicy. to ask each of you, would you rather? In in the spirit of, you know, what we're going to get into later. Okay. Uh, we'll start with... Mm, We'll save the worst for last, which would be Leron. <laughs> so we're starting with would the you rather? Okay. Would you rather get nudes or send nudes? Send because that's a choice. Most times that I get them, they're unsolicited. And I don't want to see that if I ain't asked where I want it. Fair. Um, let's see. Next... Mr. Blocker, um, would you rather have a one night stand with a stranger or your platonic best friend? <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to, none of my friends are ugly. So I'm going to say my platonic best friend. Mm. And then Laurent. Hey. Would you, would you rather be on top or on the bottom? Um. Now, see. First, no, okay. First of all, because I feel like you set me up for this one. So <laughs> we're, we're talking about se- like a sexual position, right? Like in the bed, right? Because we all know I'm a bottom. Hello. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, I, I like to ride. So on top. All right, stallion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, ride that dick like a soldier. Uh... <laughs> But Josh, what 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 did, you, what did you say this morning that you was that you wanted to bring up? <laughs> These glasses. What, I, I don't know. What else? <laughs> what, you got to help. You got to help me today because I don't remember. Sorry, <laughs> right, we we ain't gonna worry about it then. We ain't gonna worry about it. Oh 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 oh! You talking about you talking about you? No no no! You talking about you? You almost tweeting wood morning, and uh-huh. then trying to fix it. Talking about. So he was, baby. I said, my God. Have you even said hello to Jesus today? <laughs> my God. But, but I, I, I recall you saying heavy, heavy with the eyes. Uh-oh. So wh- wh- I was wh- watching wh- Dream wh- Girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. While you was using that heavy, hey, heavy. don't you put that on Effie. Don't put that on Effie. Do not put that on Effie. Thank you. <laughs> Effie over here like, so what I got to do with this? No, what I got to do with it? How I get put in it? <laughs> Were you so turning? This, this, this is why you got to monitor. This is why you got to monitor your your social media. So let's let's move on to the to the center stage. I want to bring some uh, some sanctity to this seg to the oh show my today. God. Uh, well, maybe maybe I, somebody baby, I, else should be speaking. <laughs> but I'm the y'all. Okay, before I go to center stage, Jeremy swears I'm his aggressor. But do y'all hear this? <laughs> Do y'all hear the weapons that are being formed against me? Like, he really is coming for you hard tonight, for real, for real. Like he come at, he coming after you. I mean, call me friend. Maybe I'm saying they kind of sound like they prospering. Like, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Jesus. I don't have a Jesus. double dick, so I can't sing like him. Oh my. Okay. Feel, okay. Center stage. Yes. Are please. you okay, Jeremy? You need a hug. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, center stage. Um. I am bringing to the stage another young, talented, young black boy. Uh, so we found I, I found out our nephew's name from last week. His name is Elijah, and he's a Capricorn. Huh? I just feel like I should say that. But this week, I'm going to bring another young black 
uh, King to center stage. His name is Caden Whitlock. Um, so I did an interview about my children's book recently, and uh, he was a panelist in this interview. And I found out that he is he wrote his first children's book at 10. It is out. It is called The Case of the Missing Baby. Um, his story is powerful. Um, he's actually a twin, uh, but his twin passed away uh, at birth. And he's always had questions about who his brother was. And, you know, um, his parents didn't want to bring it up because they didn't want to make him sad. So he had a dream. And in this dream, he met this little boy. Um, and he writes, he wrote a children's book about um, his brother, um, that he found his brother on a golden stack of hay. And when he asked Jesus who it was, he was like, this is your brother. And when he tried to get close to him, they could play, but he couldn't stay. And it was just like it the most heart-wrenching story. So check out his book. His name is uh, Caden Whitlock. The book is called The Case of the Missing Baby. He wrote it to help children uh, deal with loss and grief at early ages. So I think that's awesome at 10. Beautiful. So kudos. Uh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. He said he said his, mo- his mama and him made, him made him and his sister write books during the pandemic because they didn't have nothing to do. Hmm. Uh, come said, on, good parenting. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I love that. Invest in your child's future. Absolutely. Get them out in front of the iPad. Yeah, because that's all I want to do is sit in front of the iPad and watch Baby John and Coco Melon and all this other different and shit. And Coco Melon and, and, <laughs> and Peppa Pig and then all these. Paw Patrol. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Peppa Pig. <laughs> that Peppa Pig is a bad influence to these kids. Uh, Laurent, yeah. who we calling back? Um, So it's not. I mean, it can be a who, but it's more so a what this week. So uh, Eva Marcel, is that, that's how you pronounce her last name, I believe it is. Your teeth, please call me back. Because I just feel like there should be no reason why you have uh, painted cinder blocks in your mouth. Your face is entirely too small to have teeth entirely that big. So I feel like you and your doctor who performed this should call me the fuck back. And anybody, because you know, ain't that's wrong getting your teeth done. Excuse me, ain't nothing wrong with get your teeth done because I want my teeth done. I want to shave these bitches down and, you know, get me some all white straight teeth because my, you know, I, I have a little situation, you know, it's happening in my mouth. Uh, they're a little crooked and I want my teeth done, but never have I ever or will I ever uh, get um, doors, get large gateways in my mouth. It's not going to happen. So uh, even Marcel, your teeth need to call me back. Actually leave a voicemail. Lord. So I can delete See, it later. I try to run a good show. Lord, I really try to run a good show. I really try to do good with the gift that you have given me. But when I do good, evil is always present, dear master. Laurent. What? Evil. Y'all cannot tell me. Okay. It's a, like I was scrolling on her Instagram and like, first of all, she was like, I'm, I'm kind of getting, I'm not going to hold you. I'm kind of getting a little weirded out about this whole cryptocurrency phase. It's like rage is going on. It's kind of like freaking me out a little bit. But so she was doing a video to promote cryptocurrency. And all I could focus on was her giant teeth, her gargantuan teeth. Girl, did, when you got up from the surgery table, you didn't look up like, oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Shave them down just a little bit so I can at least close my mouth. <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck is wrong with okay. you? All right. Call me back. Them bitches are big. <laughs> All right. So, yes. You see uh, it, Jeremy? My voice is full. <laughs> yes. full. You see it? Them, them shits is fucking big and her face look all sunken. And, girl, you look sick. Please. And you can tell the difference in her regular teeth. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. Our voicemail is full. 
our voice mother's full <laughs> and we 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 can't um yeah, so fun, when man. you call us back please. listen I, <laughs> please don't, please don't even call see, us I'm, back because <laughs> i'm the one with since tonight i, I guess let's see how oh <laughs> like jeremy no, baby, not, the ta- baby not, these tables are versatile let's not push baby it. oh you're versatile <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I said, baby, these, baby, these, these tables turn quicker than Jeremy. My God! Oh my goodness! Is this going to be like an all-season-long feud that we're going to have to deal with? I, Just let me know. until he repents unto me. <laughs> until he repents unto me. <laughs> Just I'm let gonna, me. Decide. I am do honor. Prepare myself. <laughs> I am do honor. All right. Okay, so, um, a lot has happened this week. A lot. Um. Like a lot, <laughs> a, a lot has happened this week. Um, so Marvin Gaye, we just want to, you know, sorry to interrupt you one more time, but sir, um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Please tell me what the fuck is going on, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> because, so okay, let's just start with a, a lot, the baby. Uh. <sighs> Yeah, he, you know, it's just been trouble every time that man has opened his wide mouth. Uh. It is just, it's just always been trouble. It's just, you know, they say catfish or bottom feeders. And every time he opens that big ass mouth of his, Mm -hmm. he's just doing some shit. It's just, I don't understand. So he just, you know, he's in tabloids and all over the internet because, um, you know, being a bitch threatening to leak screenshots um, to the mother of his three month old baby. Um, because apparently he wanted her out of his house or his space. Here, here's my question: Why the fuck are you inviting the men if you want them out? Like, let's let's we are at our big age. We are adults. Let's use our words. Let's say, hey, I just want to fuck. I just want to go. I just want to fuck. And then you go home. I'm call you Uber. I'll even get you Uber Black so you feel special. <laughs> but. Yeah, let's 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 not try to play house. Why not use big words and you know be contending that this this whole trend of men running to social media on live, embarrassing their women, mm. the mother of their children. But in the same breath, if you if your daughter came home and told you some somebody's son was doing that to her, you'd be ready to catch a case. All right, shoot the club up. I, I I I don't understand. Make it make sense. So Marvin Gaye, again, please, I, I'm asking you, you know, because you were a different you were a different breed of man. So I'm <laughs> I'm asking you, what 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 the fuck? Is what going the on? fuck is going on? I just don't understand like why he would even get on. First of all, did y'all see the live when I well. <clears throat> When Danny bust through. <laughs> he was on live oh, trying to explain. No, because he was on live trying to explain his case, spit his regular capping ass bullshit. And here come Danny. He a weak ass nigga. Da, 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 da. I was hollering. Yes, that's because you can't sit here and say in the beginning of live talking about some. We were never together. I, ne- I never told her we were together. But nigga, like, you haven't heard post up these story. Like, y'all... 
Y'all laid up. Y'all laid up. Y'all, late. You know what I'm saying? Y'all laid up taking these pictures. I'll taking these lovey-dovey pictures together and shit. So, yes, we're going to think that y'all are together. And it's going to seem as though they're all together. So, you mad because she didn't make your macaroni and cheese right, so she got to go? I'm confused. Which is which is a high offense. <laughs> it is a high offense. That mac and cheese was a disgrace. But <laughs> this is this is still the mother of your children. Right. Of your child. And you should have some some respect. Come on, show. I think that he definitely should have uh, more respect for her. But at the same time, I think that he has always been exactly who we were saying that he was. Mm-hmm. And when she got up here on this internet and decided to do that song to shade his others, you know, his the other mother of his children, mm-hmm. who apparently might be pregnant again at mm-hmm. this very moment. I don't know. They oh, might be Lord. sister wives at this moment. <laughs> like, it's like sometimes Sheesh. at some point, and he a bitch for what he did, but at the same time, like, as women, sometimes we got to hold ourselves accountable for the stuff that we decide to stay in because you made a whole song about this woman talking about he want this yellow bone and all this stuff and talking about everybody else and like he chose you and now he putting you out on live and you want everybody to feel sorry for you and it's kind of like nauseous because you already knew that he was in the situation and had kids prior and you chose to still involve yourself so at some point accountability lies on you as well so I'm both of like, them just like gotta Medea tell said, me what the fuck is going while on. you dig in one ditch you better dig too <laughs> listen cause you play stupid games you and you ain't stupid prices he gonna do to you. Period. That's the truth. Sure. Speaking of songstresses, though, um, um, I songstress Faith Evans um, <laughs> allegedly allegedly had somebody else in Stevie's bed, in Stevie's bed, Stevie. and <laughs> Stevie, and Stevie uh, then went to um, s- social media on live exposing Faith. Um, and she just said, hey, go on away from me with this. I just want to lay down. Get up. Go away from and me with this. <laughs> walking around the room, antagonizing her. Little Duvall, he released a tweet today talking about, um, we standing with you, OG Stevie, because, you know, pretty much, you know, you don't deserve that king. And I'm just like, is this what being a man is about? Because y'all stupid. Because this ain't nothing but karma. That's what I was going to say, karma. <laughs> because even if she did sleep with somebody else in your in in, in y'all's bed, how, how many? How many? I mean, you did it to your baby's mother on national television. National did. television with hosting her man <laughs> I don't want to go back to the strip club. Don't see me back to the strip club. Double homicide. <laughs> 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 Bitch, who you coughing at? It's giving real ghetto. Yeah. Now, who you coughing at? That set me up. Because, bitch, like, like you are really... The fuck? <laughs> I can't. We would have had to throw bowls. Because, bitch, I'm coughing into the air. I'm coughing at the air. I can't. Yeah, so, like, I really feel like that is just... I don't understand why Stevie... I don't understand why you're upset, home dog, because this is just your karma. It's kind of, you know, what goes around comes around, home girl. You wanted to sleep around and embarrass poor Mimi and have uh, her being called the maid on national television. And now you're upset because, hey, uh, right, hey, hey, mate, you're upset that, you know, Faith Evans, you know, 
did what she did, but bitch, it's your karma. Sorry, homegirl. You know, you'll be right. You'll be all right. Are we sticking the beefcake somewhere? <laughs> I hate when she used to say that beefcake. I was like, oh, beefcake. That don't even. That don't even sound. That's that's not even like enticing beefcake. It sounds full. It sounds it's not giving sexy. It sounds like the due date has expired. Yes, when I think of beefcake, I think of uh, what's it called? Scrapple, <laughs> liverwurst. Yes. I, think like, of, <laughs> I I think of beefcake hunter. What? Okay. And so that's a man. It's a Hispanic man, and he be sucking the wee wees. <laughs> Yo, Jeremy. And okay, Jeremy. And the name and the name of his. Page is Beefcake Hunter. Jeremy, you could call me back, actually. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I mean, hang up. <laughs> hang up. And don't call me back. My phone died. Everybody's attacking me. I don't understand what everybody's attacking me. <laughs> My phone And died. the voicemail is full. Wow. Okay, well, well, since Jeremy went here, KY Jelly has released a brand new lube mm. um, called <laughs> Yummy. Donut Hole. Yeah. It is a Krispy Kreme flavored lubricant um, that you would use. It is sticky and wet. Mm. Um, and they said it has the flavor of a glazed donut from uh, Krispy Kreme. So they mm. call did it. Did they say that or uh, did you say that? No, no, it's, it's, on the yeah, it's, on, it's on the bottle. Oh, okay. It's on the bottle. It's for the, it's for the girls out there that like to cream. That's what it's for. It's 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 called donut hole. <laughs> First of all, we're not going to be talking about creaming because if never mind, <clears throat> <laughs> donut hole. I'm safe. Mm. I actually, I actually want to purchase and try it. I do, I do, I really. I do. knew that you would. I knew that you would. That doesn't surprise me. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, like you know, for, first of all, I, I, not to get into my personal business, but I don't need any like help in the. You know, I'm trying to get it. I don't need any help in that area. But you Rivers. know. Rivers. <laughs> not just that you know what I'm saying like you know it, it, it's you know people who have tasted you know saying I don't need no help in that area but um you know I, I just think it'll be taste fine and see that it taste good. and see that it is good okay <laughs> but I, I feel like you know I, I, I want to try it, you know what I'm saying like I feel like it's cute who doesn't like Krispy Kreme with the hot now sign on, yeah. hot now. <laughs> it's hot now. It's, it's Shipley's for me. Shipley got better donuts. That's true. I just, I just don't know how I feel. I just, I just can't imagine. Like, I, I just can't imagine licking, and it tastes like a, a donut. <laughs> I, just, I, I would be, I would be so conflicted in the moment, especially if it's a, if it's, if it's a surprise to me, and I, you ain't tell me. I, I would feel. I don't know how I would feel. I wouldn't know if it was breakfast time. I wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> what, what is it? Did I just wake up? It, it, was I dreaming this whole time? Did but I just the wake fat up? Fat boy in you want to make you want to like go harder. Like, oh, this tastes good. I I'm that. already the clit liquor. I'm already the clit. Here we go. I don't need no more. I don't need no more motivation. See, now I'm here. Now y'all, y'all, y'all call me here. Now I'm here. <laughs> Josh, I'm so weak. <laughs> But I'm saved. I'm saved. Uh-huh. saved All my licks are for Christ. 
Uh, okay, you know, ja, okay, you know what? <laughs> I, I definitely don't think that Christ subscribes to anything that you just said. <laughs> Josh, you're on the callback list now, too. <laughs> you can call me. I don't want my licking to be in vain. I don't want my licking to be in vain. <laughs> if I could just oh, touch one person, okay, then my living and you're licking. <laughs> my licking won't be in vain. Okay. Twinkie yeah. wrote a song. Is my it is so hard being the only safe person on here. I don't Shell, think that's what I'm going to need you to <laughs> relax before I pull your card, honey. <laughs> <laughs> relax. So safe. For you to be so safe, you really just throwing it out there. <laughs> a safe person don't be talking about being safe. They okay, just, Woody. Oh. Woody, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Just trying to, re- <laughs> try to remind people. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway. I'm I'm gonna do like the like the Kojic church do and just say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And moving on. Because <laughs> we got to move on. Yes, Lord. Um so you know in, them Kojic folk. So- no, wait, wait. You know them Kojic folk. You can't be doing okay. all this stuff unless you unless you join in. No, you got to be born. Well, in. I ain't born in. No, you got to be born in. Whatever it is, in. it's a cult. Okay, continue. Oh, okay, <laughs> anyway. Oh. So, in, in a more somber piece of news, we lost somebody. Um, oh, my God. Young Jesus. Uh, I just, I, I wanted to talk about this because I just, I just really hate niggatry. And there are a few, there are a few talking points about this that I want to, I want to talk about real quick. Um, first of all, I just hate when people die. I hate when people die. I hate when people die around the holidays. Um, not just because it's sad, but because everybody rushes to damn social media to try to prove a relationship. Let me tell you something. If you have to prove a relationship in death, it wasn't real. Stay in the secret mm-hmm. place. Stay in the closet because we don't care. We don't. We do not care. Um, there's no need for you to go posting screenshots of y'all last conversation. That is, it's clout. It is clout, and I'm so sick of y'all turning people's death about you. You're making somebody's death about you. Grow up. It's insensitive. The man ain't even cold yet, and you got people out here lying. That's why I told my cousins. I said, if I go before y'all, y'all have full clearance to embarrass anybody that gets up at my service lying. I mean, embarrass them like I was sitting on the front row. Because people will wait till you die to be like, oh, that was my favorite person. I just talked to him. Man, get on their wall, be like, bro, this can't be real. Tell me you playing. Like, come on, stop it. The other thing is I hate death, especially of celebrities, because their lives are reduced to just being somebody's favorite. Mm. And you people lose sight of the fact that this a, a mother, a brother, a cousin, a, a, whatever. They just lost somebody that was very real to them, who wasn't celebrity. This was their baby. This was, you know. I think it's just highly insensitive to to do certain things when people die. And and I want to talk to the nigga that shot him and killed him, cause cause. And the, and the niggatries like you, that who who do nothing but sit at home and watch IDC IDC D commercials, whatever you say, Romeo oh, and his daddy. Right. ICDC college. 
right. And you don't, you just sitting on the couch and you're not doing nothing with your life, but plotting on robbing and killing people who are out here trying to make honest livings, living for themselves. Like, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to wish bad upon you, but I just want you to do better. Hmm. So what sad. my spirit says is, I want you to get run over by a car seven times. I'm cracking. I know it's God, <laughs> but because I'm Christian, I have to say something nice to you. Grow up is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, Jeremy, you had some child. Okay, so on a lighter note, do y'all got that one friend on Facebook who every time somebody died, they have to acknowledge that they knew them? So. I know some. I hope you're listening, girl. Your name started with an E. Your last name started with a J. So you, when Daryl Coley died, right? You was like, oh, I remember that that one time I was with Uncle Daryl, and we was in a. Stop Bitch, everybody it. can't be your family. Every, you ain't got them in the damn uncle. Oh my god, I just talked to them last week. Oh my god, that was my best friend of seven years. You don't even know these people. Stop it in the name of God. Mm. <laughs> I don't I don't I think it's a misconception because like even what even my homegirl Jasmine Sullivan you know when CC died she like caught a lot of flack about um <clears throat> what she had posted regarding like her last memory with him and I I, I feel like it's kind of like you know I I, I don't feel like at, I mean I, I think it's just it depends like it's not always clout chasing you know what I'm saying like it could just be like that was literally my last memory of him and like she got dragged through the mud when she was like, wait, I was just sharing my ex- my last experience, man. Well, like I was I wasn't trying to make it about me. I was just sharing a memory. Like I think like people people on Twitter were like trying to drag Asia doll, whatever the fuck her name is, um, because she was like, Oh, he had hit me up um to do uh tour. No, she like, should have been drugged. <sighs> She should have been drugged. I mean, I, I, for me, I don't think I don't I don't think that's necessarily clout chasing. It's just sharing your most recent memory with this person. No. Like, like I, I no. feel like, like what? on Jer on Jeremy's side, like if like if if like homegirls like Uncle Daryl is an uncle, like that's clout chasing. Girls, sit down. But like if you're just like sharing, like oh dang, I would just talk to him because we were just speaking about doing the tour together, and now he's going like life is so short. No, why like, was this like, news before he died? Because why, con- why it's, and all the other good stuff, so like this, probably no. wasn't able to be made out to be a public information yet. But now that the no. now that the, the man is gone, and it was like, dang, no. I was going to do this with him. No, yeah. it, it's all about timing. There's a time and a place for everything. It's not to say that you cannot share your experience, but the man just died today. But everybody's like, not mature enough to know timing. Time. Exactly, that's why they should shut the fuck up. Chill. <laughs> I just think it comes down to being tactful. I, it was very tacky. Like, it's not about you. Um, and we can't tell people how to grieve. But at the same time, like, this man just lost his life. It's the whole family grieving. And you're talking about, oh, you just called me to come on tour. First of all, most of us don't even know your songs because I doubt it because oh, I know yeah, Dolph's song. So, like, come on now. Like, uh, like that might not be it. Um, I just think that a lot of people because they don't know what to say or how to say things. They just say whatever the fuck comes to their minds. And unfortunately we're on social media. So now you can just tweet like very easily, like in 15 seconds, whatever comes off the dome, you just go ahead and say it. And sometimes I look at these tweets and I wonder like, not only did you think about this tweet, you had to type it and you post it. And then you read it back to yourself and say, you know what? So this was a great thing to say. I think sometimes 
like Josh said, people need to shut the fuck up. Mm. And that's that on that. Um, real quick, I want to I want to talk about this, and then we have to get into our main topic. But um, Tammy Roman made news, and uh, she's you know the 2020 version of Sarah uh, from the Bible uh, because she just said you know having a baby right now would be a, a breach in her career, and she's not ready to do that. So her husband uh, is allowed to take a year break uh, to go impregnate another woman, um, and you know come back to her afterwards and i just want to you know i just want to so what happened what happened what happened if the pussy good and he stay over there that's probably what's going to happen well no because because he said that he wasn't going to do it he he said that he said that he loves her He, he, he loves her he's in love with her and if God placed him on this earth to where that he's not able to, that he just won't have kids, he's fine with it because he's in love with her. So that's that's that was that was his response to it, which I thought was beautiful. But Tammy, girl, you're fucking. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm Tammy. I was never, ever, ever giving my nigga permission. I mean, I, 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 I can't conceive clearly, but if I was a female and I could conceive, I was never giving my nigga permission to go out and just have this year one to two year long hall pass and be like okay I, i'll still be for here for you babe i'm just gonna be working while you go out and fuck other bitches and you know do what you want to do and may get a couple of bitches pregnant or whatever i'm still gonna be here for you when you come back we're gonna raise the kids together what the fuck hmm. hey i'm confusion make it make sense so i am confusion <laughs> I don't hey, get it. Well, the children were left behind. <laughs> to God be the glory for that for them. Um, <laughs> well, since everybody's sexing, let's just let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk. Um. About- oh, okay. I was going to finish the song, <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> My God. Um. So, according to Lebron, sex is very powerful, and it is. It um, is. Sex is very powerful, and it'll it'll even make your soul glow. Um, so, <laughs> I have a few thoughts myself. But uh, in starting this conversation, because we we talked about sex uh, last season, so I don't want to do a repeat of what we talked about last season. So last season's episode was called "The, the Dick Was Good." The dick was good. <laughs> dick will make you slap somebody. It will. Um. Wow. Oh. Hmm. All right. So. This this season we want to talk about sex in a in a different kind of way. So I want to pose the question, um, how was sex, how were you introduced to sex? Was it uh a healthy way? Was it like did your parents sit you down and say, This is sex? You know, how were you introduced to sex? Um I never got to talk, at least that I remember. Um so for me, it was just like experimenting, but it was in a healthy way. But I was like, yeah, early teens. Um, For me, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly don't like introduce to like what sex is. I mean, I, I can't recall because I feel like I just have been filthy all my life, unfortunately, like. Wow. I was no, no, but that's that's serious. I just feel like I've just been filthy all my life. Like I remember being. No, I believe you. 
I've all right, Jamie, don't drag it. I mean, Josh, don't drag it. I I feel like um like I remember being in a first grade auditorium at assembly and feeling a little girl's pussy. I mean, it wasn't pussy at the time, but you know her private parts. Like I remember that. I remember me and my cousins um late at night watch uh, uh, you know there wasn't we didn't have like all the movie channels like you know like watching porn like there'd be like the squiggly lines in the middle of the tv y'all know what i was talking about i remember watching that when i was young i but i don't i never my parents never sat down and talked to me about sex until after i was having sex and my dad all he said was you know you gotta uh when you step out in the rain you gotta wear your rubbers that's all he said to me i mean but the best part probably all Maybe he didn't know how to, maybe he didn't know how to conversation. I mean, that's maybe he did not know what no house who had that specific conversation with me because at that time they didn't know what my sexuality really was going to be. <laughs> because even at a young age, I was like very feminine, very flamboyant. So maybe they did Jay just didn't know whether to have that conversation with me. But I mean, I was still they thought she was like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up, but I, I, I honestly don't know how sex was introduced to me. I just feel like I've just always like. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for me, I was sexually assaulted at a younger age. So that was like my first, um, exposure to sex. Same. Um, I, I feel like I've always been nasty because it was, it's the first thing I literally remember about my childhood. Wow. So like, I, I can say for me, sex is a huge part of my life because it happened so early. Like, you know, and for years before I realized how bad it was, I would brag about losing my virginity willingly at nine. Mm. And it's just like, although it was, although it was something you said yes to doing, you were nine. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So it's, it's that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, my my first memory, like my grandmother would tell me stories about, you know, how I was this funny little boy, blah, blah, blah. Um, I would love to remember that. My when I travel through the through this journey of this, when I travel through my mind, I remember being touched and being made to do things. And then being told that I can't say anything about it. Mm. So that's so that's that's how I was introduced to sex. But clearly, none of us were introduced to sex in a positive way. Yeah, it was it was not a it was not a direct thing. It was, oh, you're having sex. So let me let me let me. It wasn't a proactive thing. It was more reactive. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, you're having sex now. So let me tell you. Um. I think that's really sad. Mm-hmm. And I say sad because it's still happening. Sex sex is is it is powerful. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's fair to hand your children over to the possibility of experimentation or the results of experimentation. I think you should do I think we as people should do a way better job at handling um 
our children and even because I, I think I think it's it's shameful that boys are that boys are praised for being sluts and girls are kept on reserved on, on reserve. I, I think that's absolutely horrible because you you inherently teach that man that it's okay to to just live with your penis. Right. Mm-hmm. And it teaches them that women are disposable, that the rules aren't the same. So what would be a positive um, approach to it for you? Um, it's, but I would say this, especially if you allow your children to watch television mm-hmm. um, that you don't control or monitor, you should at least prepare them for what they're going to see. Because that, because although it may not directly impact their life, um, it does spark a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you give your child the tools that they need to combat that curiosity, I think we would see a, a drastic shift in the number of sexual violations that happen. If you, if just imagine if you, if you teach your child early on, I don't care what anybody tells you. You can come tell me if someone's touching on you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. because the reason the reason molestation in young adults happen in young children happen is because children's brains are so impressionable, and mm-hmm. you're telling me at that early age that um, I shouldn't tell anybody. That's not setting off any alarms in my head because I'm a kid. I don't know any better. So then. I go through years of saying, oh, well, I don't tell anybody. I don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. So in every experience, I'm, t- I'm saying, I don't tell anybody. Whether I want it to happen or not, I don't tell anybody. That's a mindset that you can't just shake overnight. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's not fair. And I would just, you know, like I said last week, my mom admitted that she walked in on one of my cousins doing something inappropriate with mm. me and she never said anything. Mm. And it's just like, if, if it, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. So just give your kids the tools. Please. I like that. Well, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um. So, so, so then have you all you know, did any self journey or self discovery of why you have sex? Because I'm horny. I'm just kidding. Now, so. oh, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, I mean, that's that's a big part of it now. But I think before, like, um, for me, it was because I knew that um, I just wasn't. I mean, it's it's kind of cliche to say. But um, like when I was single, I just knew that I, I am, I know how to have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I know I, I am very attentive when it comes to somebody's body language. So I know exactly what to do that's gonna make you get off. So both of our experiences can be good. And this, this feels like Amanda's tale on Jasmine. <laughs> no, but no, but seriously, I can make like him come no. back. okay, okay, and, and but that's how it was. Like you know, what I'm saying I was like when I was single, especially like in a, in, during my whole phase. Like I was very like I was very depressed. I was very lonely. And I was like using my body. It's like like just like oh yeah, I can get this nigga on, so I can get this nigga on too. But that's I mean. And in relationships, like in past relationships, I felt like it was a way to keep the person I was with. 
Mm. Um, like, oh, if mm. I fuck you good, you ain't gonna go out there and you know, you gotta always like come back oh, to that's this. That's a fool who think that. <laughs> but I, but I, I thought that was the only way to keep whenever you know, it, like, to keep my man at the time. Like, I feel like if the relationship was failing, if we're into an argument or whatever the case may be, okay, let me just put this good pussy in real quick and see what's going on. And you ain't gonna go nowhere. So but that that was my mindset. Like, why do you have like why I was having sex like that? But um, I feel like I strayed away from that. Like, why I have sex now? Um, because I want to be horny. Um, <laughs> number two, I feel like that's the reason why I have sex. Like, be horny. But um, on a deeper level, I think it's just it's a way of me express like physically expressing like my love and commitment to my partner. If that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shell, you just recently got your back snatched. So why do you like sex? Why do you have sex? (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God. Blew your spot up. Look, call me back. They call call it Josh moment. So I just want to know, you know, since you had a Josh moment, I I feel like I should be included. We gonna talk off now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I I think before I, everything has to do with um like a self worth and the self like just valuing yourself. And I realized that I was having a very unhealthy relationship with sex because I felt that like if I'm like if I'm having sex, that means that I am like desirable or something like that. Um, coming out of a long term relationship, um, that you know didn't end the way that I wanted to when sex, you know, is off the table, it's kind of like you start wondering like, okay, well, like, and like, am I good enough? Am I this? Am I that? Um, But that also has to do with being, you know, sexually assaulted younger. So I had to really like have like a pause with myself and be like, what, like, why do you want to have sex? You know, like, and like the said, sometimes, you know, you just Want to get your back cracked? Want to get it snatched or whatever? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Um, Sometimes you don't. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't feel like my value is tied to it now. Now it's like I do it because I want to do it, not because I feel like you want it from me. Like it has nothing to do with you at this moment. It has everything to do with me. Right. Um, so that's something that, you know, I'm still discovering, still working on it. Yeah. I'm Chase. So Jeremy. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. That was a lot. So, um, it's interesting. I can't say, you know, where the experimenting came from, but it might have been what you said earlier about how you would introduce it to your kids, you know, TV. So it's like, hmm. I wonder what that's like. So I think that was probably what where the experiment experimenting came from. Um, but I wasn't a sexual person really until college. And um, moving to L.A. was just like a culture shock because it was like, oh, wow, I can like be myself here and I don't have to live two lives like Jeremy, who's bisexual versus Jeremy, who's the Christian boy who goes to church and does everything. Um, so it was like, oh shit, I can be myself. But you know, when you're in college, theater kids are always horny. There's that, <laughs> Josh, you can attest. I'm you know, sure. I heard that, but I don't Baby. know if that's to be true. 
I'm gonna need you to stop, Josh. Like, any show, any show he's been in. And your timeline says otherwise. Oh, oh, um, but yeah, I just you know, it was girls and boys, so it was just just really just bouncing around, you know. Um, and then in my latter years, it's really just. <clears throat> been about a a connection. Mm. It's hard for me to just hook up, you know. I understand that because ca- you know, if I if I were having it, I would imagine the casual sex. Oh my gosh! <laughs> be, okay, enough is I'm sorry. Enough okay, Mister Backscratcher, please stop it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Backscratcher, clit liquor. Maybe because I watched Insecure this past week, and who changed their Twitter name is me. <laughs> It is the Chinese symbol for good dick. So whenever somebody asks me what my Twitter name means, I'm gonna say it is. It means good dick. Let me tell you something. Help him, Lord. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm crying. <laughs> I have six. I had so I have a two part answer. Um, but they're still one of the same. I had sex for power. Hmm. I had sex to get my power back. Because being sexually abused, I felt like my power, once I learned, once I really started coming into the knowledge that it was taken from me, um, I'm not the kind of person that likes to be won over. Like, that's good. you going to win against me? Mm-hmm. Nah. So I believe I was so sexual because I was trying to prove a point that you didn't, you didn't make me like this. Wow. I've never said that out loud. Um, you didn't. Wow. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, you didn't make me like this because in my mind, making my own choice, I'm able to live with that. But suffering something at the hand of a choice that was not mine, I feel I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I, I wow. I don't like feeling constrained and all that stuff. Um, so that makes me feel constrained. It, it, it makes me feel like I'm handcuffed and I can't make a decision. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I had sex for a lot of years to get my power back mm-hmm. because outside of sex, I was this timid, shy, um, silent person and my area of expertise and the area where I just got to really just be me and just let it hang was sex, mm-hmm. especially when I learned that I was good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's not even a pat on my back. But when I learned I was I was wonderful at sex, when I felt like my life was when I felt like I was failing at life, but I was wonderful at sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Run me them bodies. Mm-hmm. Wow. Run me them bodies. That's resonating. Um, huh. Wow. And I paid attention. I paid attention to because you, you, Laurent said something earlier that said, you know, I have sex, you know, because I'm horny, and I just realized that I don't have sex even when I'm horny. Like my my, it was almost vampirical. My my wanting for for power. Mm. It was like I'm not even horny. I just saw you. And I feel like you're confident or you're whatever, whatever I saw in somebody that I didn't have, I wanted to fuck them. Mm -hmm. 
That's the because I wanted, yeah, yeah, and that's that's why I'm that's why I'm like, nah, sex is much deeper than a nut. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and because I stopped because I had sex so early, I stopped chasing nuts like middle school. Like I was in it for the long haul. For the long haul, I wanted you to bow to me because I knew I was going to do you so well. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see you. Look me in my eyes like, why are you fucking me like this? You know, yeah, I wanted to same. see your eyes mm-hmm. because for me, that that gave me power. This is another, th- oh, wow, I'm going to be extremely open and transparent on this show tonight. Well, here we go. Um, because I've only shared this at, you know, private circles. Um, but here we go. Even my interaction with men, it was... Because I was robbed of that from my from men in my family, mm-hmm. I wanted you to be hard. I wanted you to be. I didn't want you to to have any sim, 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 symbolism with a female. I wanted you to be hood because mm-hmm. I wanted to break you, mm-hmm. and that was my that was my defense mechanism. I had never done anything with a guy until I got to college and it was introduced to me. Um, I would, I would always get compliments from guys, but because I was so sheltered as a church kid, as a PK, I was just like, okay, that's weird. Why are you complimenting me? I'm a guy. It was not until I went to college and I started embracing people who were not like me mm-hmm. that instead of being offended by the compliments, I would say, Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. I'm still like that today. But back then it was a doorway because it was like, hmm. So I had a I had a a person that I called friend who really who even took advantage of me in this, um, in introducing me to interaction with a man. It was it was still something that was robbed from me. I didn't get to choose. Wow. I've never said that hmm. out loud. Wow. Hmm. Damn it, the way I see a podcast. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> y'all had y'all moment last season. I guess this season mine. Right. Um <laughs> Yeah. Even in that moment, I didn't get a choice. And what happened as a result of it, I said, Well, now that I now that I know I could do it. Let me go break them. Mm. Jesus. You know? So my relationship with sex is becoming prettier, but it 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 was never my choice. And I often mm-hmm. say, for as sexual as I am, I wish I was still a virgin. Mm. I can agree. Because because I've literally had last I've literally, I've literally had <laughs> to sit myself down and say, Josh, you're an addict. Mm-hmm. It was one of the hardest. It was, it was, I'll never forget this day. It was a Saturday morning. I was overindulging in everything um, because I was trying to satisfy mm-hmm. something. So I ate like a box of little Debbie cakes and I sat, I laid in my bed and I said, Josh, that was fucking ridiculous. Did you need to eat all them fucking cakes? Like I was really talking to myself like that. And then I just got extremely horny. This was this was the Saturday that All American first premiered on Netflix. 
I'll never forget it. I watched two episodes and I was so horny, not because of anything on the show, but I can't tell you what happened episode three to 10 because my mind was like, you have to fuck something. You have to fuck something, find something to fuck, find something to fuck. So my entire day pretty much was spent trying to find somebody to fuck. Wow. After I bust my nut, I said, ooh, that can't, ooh, wait. After I ejaculated people. No, keep it. Girl. girl. After you busted that <laughs> nut, come on. <laughs> after, after, after that happened, after that happened, I was so embarrassed that my entire day was gone because I was paralyzed by my sex drive. Hmm. So that year, for the rest of the year, I cut sex out of my life. I, I stopped cold turkey. Mm-hmm. If you asked me for a nude, I blocked you. When it, it was so hard because it was it was brand new folk that I was I've been waiting on was ready just finally ready to throw it for me, and I was just like, not having sex. If I, you know, I'm not having sex. But I had to do that to gauge control right. because I was losing mm-hmm. control. Right. So yeah, sex sex for me has. Life for me ain't even a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same though. I feel like that. There was a time. I think when um, 2016 was a rough year for me. Um, and when I had moved back to New Jersey, I would say like the whole like, I didn't. I think I did a countdown on uh Instagram one day, and people thought I was capping, but it was little. I put up one day. I was like day number 628 without sex. But I was being dead as serious <laughs> because I was like in a place where you was. And I was like, I can't, even though like I would have sex because I'm horny, but like I just felt like, you know, I was in a place where I was just fucking just to like, and now that I think about it, Josh, now that you explained it like that, maybe I was having sex for power and and, and not, not just from a place of where it was taken from me as a kid, like in a molestation type of way, just from like the attention that I didn't receive from my parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and and maybe I and maybe I felt like because I'm so good at sex, I may get all the attention that I need <laughs> because I'm so good at it. So maybe mm, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. I never thought about because it like sex that. is an outlet. Yeah, sex is a sex is an outlet. It's you have sex when you're stressed. When it's a way to relieve yeah. yourself of what mm. you're feeling. It's medicinal. Yeah. Just went out there, <laughs> baby. I got a scripture. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so every time I have conversations like this at, you know, my de- at my dinner table, uh, you know, because people, you know, some people who really don't know me try to slight me and be like, Josh, no, you a hoe, you for the streets. And I'm just like, no, um, I if if we've been if we keep it in a book, I can probably tell you everybody that I've slept with. Oh, I wish. I um, could. Yeah. And it's it's. It's not that I don't have it's not that I don't have a lot of sex. It's just I don't have a lot of sex with different people. Hmm. I'm I'm a no, I'm gonna call you back because it was something about you that I liked. It was something about, you know, I'm that kind of thing. Um I stopped enjoying casual sex when I left college. Because hmm. I because hmm. I I'm the kind of person I just need more. But um yeah. Whenever I explain sex as me trying to get my power back it's always like oh 
It's a, but that, that that's a good point. Like I never that like really enlightened me because I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. See, but I think um I think that when Jasmine Sullivan came out with hotels, that was like a moment for a lot of women to be able to like really like hear their stories that happen like in our group chats, you know? Like when she came out the gate swinging with bodies, I was like Oh, that's my shit. This bitch me right in my group chat. <laughs> like Damn, trust me, you don't have to let me out like that. But like, it was nice to hear from a different perspective because um, to a point that you made earlier, um, women are ashamed for being sexual or even like, if I was to say as a woman, like I have sex to like try to get my power back, people would be looking at me like, oh, but she a hoe. But a man mm-hmm. can say that, and it's like, wow, that's so admirable. So I just, like, kudos to people like Jasmine who make the music that, like, really tell our true stories as women. Because, shit, like, we have we have issues with sex, too, to where we're trying to reclaim our, our identity or our power. Or sometimes, shit, you just want to wanna fuck. And, like, sometimes that's the end all, be all of it. Um, so to have your story written in such a way that's, like, that's, like, that shout-outs to her. No, I agree cuz I'm not a woman by far. I I have a whole full functioning working penis. But um Ari's tail. Ari's tail. I baby when she said <laughs> spoke life to me. Yes. <laughs> that spoke life to because <laughs> felt And it's this. not it's, it's not just it's just it's just you can have that interaction sexually with someone and it just be like Okay, I know I'm being boo boo the fool right now, but yeah, mm-hmm. we all been there. <laughs> yeah. So, so another question: What have you learned about yourself after having sex? Yeah, I'm, loaded, I'm, I'm asking them loaded questions tonight, ain't you? No, for <laughs> where you are, we know. Honestly, well, what that did you say? I, I said, "Your honor, I'm a freak, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> You know I gotta be silly. You know I gotta get. I'm, I, I gotta be silly. Um, but honestly, I really passed because I don't. I mean, I, I I honestly can't answer that question. I mean, I don't. Or like I, I, I guess it can just go back to the point of like me knowing. Uh, I guess me knowing why I was fucking the way I was fucking, um, and knowing now. I mean. God forbid if me and my boyfriend would ever break up, like knowing what the significance of sex is to me, mm. I think that'll probably be my answer. I would say sex has taught me how needy I am. Uh mm-hmm. how in search of affirmation I am. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I I pay attention again to when I want to have the most sex, and it's will I it's when I'm it's when I feel like I'm losing at life. It's when I feel like my life is out of control. Mm. It's when I'm battling a, a cycle of depression. It is let me grab a hold. To, sex is my floaty. It's like let me. Gra- I'm drowning. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Ooh, uh, I I can fuck real quick. It's not real quick, but I can fuck, and uh, <laughs> I want to be very clear. I can fuck, and I can survive it just a little bit more. It's like a breath of fresh fresh air. Um, so, I've learned about myself that sex is intricate part of my life because 
I use it to stay afloat. Hmm. I use it to lift my spirits when I just need a word, you know, when I just need to feel accomplished, you know, a good, ooh, daddy, you know, I might do it, you know. Hmm. It'd be like um, too far. It's right here, and then this is exactly where you go. Like always, <laughs> always. I ain't gonna never go over though. I'm just gonna go right there. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I think <laughs> I've learned that I'm a pleaser, and I'm more worried about what you need instead of what I need. So I really just satisfy you. And then I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, like I'm the type, like, honestly, and people look at me like I'm dumb in sexual encounters of like, you know, full on. They'd be like, yo, you don't have to nut. I'm like, no, did you? Okay, we good then. You know, and that just that ties into like my life in general. Like I had a meeting a few weeks ago with uh, my bosses and one of my bosses was like, you care about everybody else, but what about you? And I just like started bawling, you know? And, um, cause I always put everybody else first and what I can do for people. And I think that has translated into sex, which is why I think I've stopped having it so much. So, you know, honestly, Jeremy, I, I really think that's a trauma response because I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wear it like it's a badge of honor that, mm-hmm. you know, I did nothing you did. And it's just like, a part of me does it because it's like, well, it's going to keep you coming back mm-hmm. because eventually you're going to want that, or you're going to try to, you're going to try to come back and outdo yourself so that you'll get that. Mm-hmm. It becomes and a challenge. My, yeah, and, and in my world, it becomes competition, and because I'm mm-hmm. competitive. And I don't like losing. I'm going to win. It's like, well, you, you, you one up me. I'm a one up you back, and it's like this. It's like this game. It's a thrill for me. Um, a lot of people don't like when I say that, but that's my truth. It's really a thrill for me. And should I ever like really heal totally? I don't see myself as being as sexual as I am. Mm. Because a lot of my sexual desire is trauma-based. That's good. I mean, that's not good, but like that's a good word. Right. Um, and that's 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 what I'm learning. Um, and that's why I often say I don't I've I've never had beautiful sex. I've I've had amazing sex, but I haven't had beautiful sex yet. Hmm. What's your definition of beautiful? Like what does that look like for you? Like Beautiful what would sex it be? Is sex, it is it is sex that is pure. It is sex that is not transactional. Mm. It is sex that it is the sharing of our love, mm-hmm. our genuine love of each other, not my oh. love of what you have that I can get from you. Mm-hmm. So amazing sex for me is we vibe and we got that connection. Even if it's a tr- even if it's trauma bonding, it's. Mm-hmm. We still see each other, and it's relatability at that point. Beautiful sex is, I don't care about relating. My soul is with you. My, mm-hmm. We are literally 
exchanging love. And I'm not talking about no fucking soul tie either. So you can that, sounds, that, that sounds like soul exactly going to me. Is. Thank you. No, 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 no. Okay. So okay. Thank so let's, let's let's discuss soul. Let's let's d- discuss soul ties. Because here's here's the misconception, and this is what this is what I said season one. I do not believe I'm not saying that I don't believe in soul ties. I absolutely believe in soul ties. I just do not, I just don't subscribe to the idea that soul ties are formed as a result of sex. I wouldn't say I wouldn't and I am say ready to argue. I, I wouldn't say that all sexual encounters result in a soul tie. I will say that. Because but see, be, that's be, that's because, where because that's where can, it gets mixy for me. Okay, okay. Oh, my bad, Shell. She got something to say. No, I think like okay, so Laron, you say you don't think that all um encounters result in the soul tie. So like where do we draw the line at what results in the soul tie or when we don't and also if we're talking about soul ties how come the only time that we talk about a soul tie when it comes to sex is negative connotations like why i'm not getting your credit score why i'm not getting your salary where's my bmw hello excuse me and then then the other side of that is if my spirit if my spirit man is where it needs to be how am i so susceptible Mm-hmm. And see, see, that's that's where I am, because, like, I, I'm in agreement with Shell. Soul ties are always preached in a in a as a fear tactic, which mm-hmm. is why I don't subscribe to it. It's always as a fear tactic. Don't sleep with them because you gonna you gonna look up and you are gonna be connected to seventy five people and all of their evil spirits. And one day you are gonna wake up. Why I'm so angry? Why I'm so bitter? It's nothing ever good. So if my soul is genuinely going to be tied to you. I'm going to get all of you, not just a piece of you that's bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because what do the bank account say? <laughs> Increase me in all that way. Because, because the other <laughs> side of that is there are a lot of married people who are having sex and they souls ain't tied to each other. Because they, 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 they are tetherball on everybody else's dick. I'm cracking up. I feel, but I, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree as far, as far as like the way that soul ties have been taught, that they've been taught in such a negative connotation and taught as a fear tactic to keep, uh, they, they've been to keep people from having sex and abstaining. So it's like kind of like a fear tactic for that. But I feel like the, it, it's just been a misnomer and a miseducation to us because I, I mean, I definitely do believe that, that soul ties do exist. And they're not always physical. They can just be emotional sometimes as well. Like if you are, if you open yourself up to someone and you allow that person into you, into your space, whether it be emotional or physical, that is a soul tie to me. That's what I believe. Um, so like I said, when I, when I say that not all physical altercations or not all sex alter, uh, interactions are soul ties, I don't believe that. I will agree and say that I don't believe that every person that you have sex with is a soul tie because not every person that you have sex with are you like literally opening up yourself with. Does that make sense? Like, like you're, you're, okay, you're not, so, you're not so, being completely and 100% vulnerable with like, like there's a difference between uh, fucking some, uh, fucking a one night stand and then fucking somebody that you're really vibing with. That you're like really like you're allowing yourself to be completely vulnerable with emotionally, physically. You know what okay, I'm so you're skating. You're skating on the right answer, because so the question I really want to pose is from a scriptural standpoint, 
where did we get soul ties from? Because the only mention of the Bible that explicitly says soul tie is talking about David and Jonathan. And they did not have sex. Mm -mm. It says that they loved each other so much as brothers that their hearts were, that their souls were knit together. That is the only mention of a soul tie in the Bible, in the entire Bible. So where we got this whole 12 step program about soul ties and how, you know, how to get free from them. I don't know. And what you're saying is not wrong in that. This is what I believe that soul ties are not exclusively reserved for sex because Soul ties is not about who you screw. It's more so about what you love. Right. Soul ties are a matter of the heart. Because right. if 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 the statement be true, then how do I have soul ties with organizations and, and pastors or, or public figures whom I never seen in person nine times out of ten or had a full conversation with, you know? How do I have such a soul tie with them? It's because of love. Mm-hmm. It's because of love. So I sub- I totally subscribe to soul ties. I absolutely believe that your soul, your the seat of your emotions, your intentions, all of that can be tied to something. Um, but it's but the string is love. <laughs> the string and the tire is love. Because you about to re- you really about to try try to wear me out and read me th- and that it wasn't giving that I, w- I, I was just I, don't I, was just, I was just trying to see because you was baby, you was you you was talking like you was about to talk about soul glow tonight no like, no just, no but I don't you know I like we even said this last like so last season like I don't I really don't believe that every person that you have sex with like you're gonna be like I mean I like I I do feel like a piece like like of course you're giving a piece of yourself to that person but like saying that my soul is tied to that person i feel like that's dragging a little bit okay so so this is so so now let's go through the word because this is why the bible says that sex is the only sin against your body Hmm. sex is sex is a bodily sin i shouldn't say sex i should say fornication Hmm. fornication is a sin against your body. It did not say it was a spiritual or a soulish sin. It was a bodily one. So I agree that fornication, you are giving of your body. You are giving pieces of your body. I agree with that. has nothing to do with my soul, though. It's just my body. But even the even the context of how we preach sex before marriage is incorrect. Hmm. It is incorrect because fornication does not mean sex before marriage. Never meant it. The original word, the original Greek word for fornication is pornea, which means prostitution. It means prostitution. And, and this is why you can't preach the Bible out of context. Because when Paul wrote that to the Corinthian church, it was because they were prostituting themselves on the steps in front of the altar of the church. They were prostituting themselves. Hmm. That's why you can't take scripture out of its context to make it mean what you want to mean. 
youth groups in this purity culture just said flee fornication for every other sin is done without the body but fornication is done with the body and they preached it incorrectly so now you have people who are scared of the beautiful of the beauty of sex because sex is beautiful you, you have mm-hmm. people who are shamed in in doing it and they have this false sense of conviction that has very little to do with God. Now I'm reading the people. It has very little to do with God and more so to do with you being concerned about if your purity counselors find out and the punishment that they're going to give you. So you convince yourself that that fear of being controlled and outed is from God. So now you're looking at God sideways because you can't bust the nut you want to bust. Um, and it has nothing to do with God at all. But to back to my original point, the root word of that, I mean, the, the, the word in its original language and meaning means prostitution. Now, even prostitution is taught wrong because it's like for money. Prostitution is not always monetary. Prostitution is mm-hmm. transactional. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you this so you can give me that. Right, because people. That's why the Bible you. says... Right. That's why the Bible says free fornication. Like <laughs> yeah. And, and, and see, that's where I can honestly say I sin because my sex is still transactional. Hmm. Whenever I'm horny, it is because I need something, be it reciprocity. I can't tell you the number of times I've had sex when I, just because I felt deprived of reciprocity. Mm. that I'm so good to people and people aren't good to me. So the only way I'm going to feel that back is when I'm sexing you. Wow. So even, even that is prostitution because it's transactional. I'm giving you of my body because I need to feel loved or I need to feel seen or I need peace or <laughs> I need to feel calm. It's transactional. It is outside of the original context of of sex, of God's idea for sex. People say it's marriage. It is love. It is love. You won't see, you won't. Love is marriage. Love in its purest form, I should say. Because love is not looking for anything in exchange. It's not looking for something back. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It wasn't a guarantee that he was going to get love back. That made it love. And that's why he says, I'm married to you. You're teaching on tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, baby, I'm teaching better than y'all saying amen. Where's my orange juice? Where's my amen. olive oil? Okay. <laughs> Where are my background singers? <laughs> Where are my background singers? <laughs> So that's why I say, (laughs) you know what? I'm so happy holiday season is here because that is my favorite time. But that's why I say I haven't had beautiful sex yet. I've had some amazing, I mean, when I say I've had some amazing sex. Okay, Um, you're dragging it. (laughs) But I've I've, I've not had beautiful sex yet. Have y'all? Absolutely. Um, yeah, multiple times, be it with somebody I was in a relationship with or somebody that was just like a, a beneficial friend. Um, what made it beautiful? The fact that it's, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be raunchy, I don't care. The fact that I was, that my dick was hard. 
before even walking in the house. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> I was expecting like, some internal answer. My no, God. No. And I'm and I'm I'm gonna be real. Like sometimes for me, I struggle with staying hard the whole time. And I don't know if it's because I'm tired, I'm nervous, especially like with first timers, I'm always like, ooh, I don't know. But for people that I'm like, it's up and it's stuck. <laughs> if it's those up, have been mean. <laughs> <laughs> those have been the most amazing moments that I've had when it comes to sex. Hmm. And one more thing, because <laughs> I'm, I'm being I'm, I'm being nasty. He helped um, gentlemen, if you have, and this is for man to woman sex. I mean, it may be the same, maybe the same for male to male, but for male to woman, if you have never had a woman riding you and you nutted while she was on top, you are missing so much. <laughs> All right. I'll crack it up. It, and your next nut is sponsored by Just Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Saints, if y'all listening. Listen, this is what it is. Um, Shay, you want to go first? You want me to go? Uh, I mean, I am a born again virgin. Girl, um, uh, <laughs> I'm fed the no, fuck I, up. I, I, <laughs> I, I think I have. I think I have had some beautiful encounters. Um. I think what made it beautiful was just the intensiveness, um, just having to feel like I don't have to perform, I don't have to be perfect, but I can just really just be admired in whatever state that I'm in and however my body is and things like that. And I think it's it's something special when a man can make a woman feel like that. So, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, even that, was it, if... If I can ask, was it selfish? Were you were you in the same headspace for him that he didn't have to perform, that he didn't that he didn't have to be perfect? That did I just read you? Oh no, I ain't said that. I ain't say that. Oh, you asked me about me having beautiful sex. We not talk about them. Oh wow. <laughs> oh well. Oh wow. Well, and that's well, that on sweet. that. I mean, yeah. Um, I've had beautiful. I um, I have beautiful sex, and I'll just leave that right there. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I just feel like, like when you're like when you know when when you're when you're with someone, and um, you know you're completely you're completely vulnerable with that person, and. Yeah, it's it's just it's just and like you really really like for for me and I I said this earlier for me like when I'm with someone sex is like really my way of like be, be, being completely because outside of sex like I'm not I'm not the perfect boyfriend by far Cordell is not perfect by far I'm sorry <laughs> I am not the perfect boyfriend by far like I um. It's probably a tourist thing, but you know, like, like we're like, I am so guarded, and just when you think that you got all the walls down, boop, there's another wall. Like I'm 100% guarded, but like, 
me being completely vulnerable during sex is like really my way of showing my partner that like you know i really do fuck with you i really do love you i really do rock with you like i'm like i am all the way open so um and i feel like once both parties are there like mentally and like emotionally as, as well and y'all have that moment and you have that little tear like in glory you know <laughs> Isn't that powerful? Must be nice. Um, so as we close the segment, as we close the segment, um, yes, X, Mama Secret, Daddy gonna go crazy when he found that that is baby lost. Our X E X. That song had a grip on us, didn't it? Okay. And what was we doing? Slanging dick okay. and throwing ass, popping pussy on a handstand. Word, baby. <laughs> Okay, so as we close the segment, if you got if you ever got the chance to responsibly teach sex to your children or to your nephew, whatever the case may be, what would you teach? What would you if they came to you and said, "Hey, I think I'm considering having sex." What would you what would you say to them? No means no. Hmm. That's a thing. Especially Definitely like that. my son. Mhm. And don't don't put yourself in a position that could get, that could get you in trouble, even if you're innocent. So know when you know if you have a funny feeling. This is off topic, but I have to say it. My first contract on the ship, there was a girl. She was drunk. We went back to the cabin. We kissing. She taking her clothes off, but there was something inside of me that was like, Jeremy, leave now. And it was the only go. I immediately was like, okay, I'm going to stop. I said, I'm going to see you later. You're in a drunken state? No. A um, uh-huh. couple weeks it's later, King James version. I find I find out she's gotten three to four, about three or four guys fired for falsely accusing them of raping her. Wow. Mm. So it pays to listen to the all, Holy Ghost. It does. All that to say, especially my guys, no means no. And if I, you know, for my daughters or nieces or whatever, don't feel pressured into doing something and don't let yeah. a man sway you, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I love you so much, but you have to prove your love. Don't be fooled by that shit. That's right. good, Jeremy. Yeah. That's good. Go ahead, Shil. Um, I would just say to have autonomy over your body, know your body, know what it is that you like. Um, and I mean, to Jeremy's point, like, know that it's it's okay to say no, whether you're in a relationship, um, shit, like if you get married and no still means no, um, just really, really being in control of your body and your desires and not letting it be swayed by society or by what people say, by what the church says. If you want to fuck, make sure it's because you want to, not because somebody else wants you to do it. Um, and just don't be influenced by other people's decisions because your body is yours. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, I think yeah. Jeremy and Shell both hit on the head for me. Like I, like my first question would be like, what makes you think that you're ready? Yeah. And then and not, not, not coming from like a dogmatic like type of place, but seriously, I want I want to understand like what makes you think that you're ready to open up that door? Because once you open up that door, baby, baby, <laughs> Once you it's open, open. Up, it's wide the fuck open. You know what I'm saying? You're 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 going to experience some things. So I like I would, my first question will really be, 
what makes you feel as that you're ready to experience that and are you ready for the repercussions behind it um and yeah. to jeremy's point no means no you know what i'm saying all, all that and then of, of course the usual wrap it up you know what i'm saying all the good stuff but but the main point being are right, what makes you wh- why do you feel so that you're ready to open this door yeah i would i would really say like if if and when my children come to me about it my first question is going to be why mm-hmm. why do you want to do this and that's just that's just how i lead um so i'm i'm definitely going to be like that with my children just everything why do you want that why do you want to do that if you can give me an answer that lines up with your core values and all this stuff go for it if you can't i'm going to strongly advise you not to go forward with go forward with it Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, once you open that door, if you don't open it responsibly, mm-hmm. it's mm, it, yeah. it's it's a life of pain. It's a life of feeling like you have to use your body to be accepted, exactly. like you have to perform to be loved. Um, and there are going to be days that you are made to feel less than beautiful um, because mm-hmm. you're going to want to express that to somebody and they're not going to respond in the way that you want them to um and i for especially because of my history with sex i would want you to know i would want to know your why so that i can so i can help you see if it's a trauma response or not Mm -hmm. because you know often we make sex one-sided that's just about us and for you, it could be just about power. But for the person you're going to have sex with, it's their entire world. And it's not fair for you to go crash somebody else's world for your selfish reason. You know? So I would really I would really make sure that they are being responsible about it. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Why? Ooh. Why? And I'm just, why? Why? Um... So yeah, so hopefully before you boom the bed, you're asking bed the proper <laughs> you're asking the proper questions and you're asking mm-hmm. you're checking in with each other. Now I'm not saying that there ain't gonna never be no drunk nights where you just, you know, you wanna fuck. <laughs> you ain't gotta say too much just to look in your eyes. Well, I can tell you wanna fuck. You ain't gotta and come in. You ain't gotta come in your book, cause it's bad as you wanna fuck. I wanna fuck too. You might you might run into a couple of moments like that where we just wanna fuck each other. Yeah. And you know, Hello. that's the thing too. Um, but just be responsible. Yes. <laughs> in all, all in all, just be responsible. Uh, so let's close the show. Jashelle, who dra- who you dragging? Um, just reeling off of the beautiful topic that we just had. Uh, I'm dragging any and all, everybody who thinks that it's okay to rob children of their innocence. Um, I think that, you know, just giving light to everything that we've talked about today, understanding how traumatizing it can still be for an adult. Um, it's a special place in hell for you uh, to violate a child. Even if you were violated yourself, what I will say is go ahead and get you some therapy. Go ahead and do some really, really good prayer. 
Um, and if you feel like that, um, that you still have those urges, you might have to go ahead and like just just cut the thing off or like or do deal whatever issues that you have to deal with because children should not be subject to your sexual urges because you cannot control yourself as an adult. We have a responsibility to protect our children um, and we can't continue to say that they're our future if we keep ruining them. So if you out there and you're still exhibiting this behavior, baby, you dragging it and we need you to stop. Don't call us back. Please block us and get yourself some help. Thank yes. you. Stop dragging it because we we gonna come drag you. Period. Gonna put you. We gonna tie you up to the back of the jeep and just drag you through the concrete. Mm-hmm. Just known <laughs> for getting in that car and going to fire. I, so and I, and I will get in my car. Um, <laughs> as we close the show, and this hit my spirit today. Actually, Monopoly is a game. Okay, it is a game. It is not your real life. You do not have a monopoly on people, nor do you have a monopoly on God. You don't own either. Um, People have a tendency to treat people like property that they own. Um, That is the furthest thing from the truth. Um, you You can never operate in compassion and exude love thinking you control people. Uh, treating people like they're your chess pieces. You know, TV shows love to say, this is chess. No, bitch, this is not. This is life. Mm-hmm. And in life, in this circle of life, you're going to treat me with some respect. Okay? Um, so, yeah, that hit my spirit today. You don't you don't have a monopoly on people, especially in the event of death. Um, just because that person was your favorite artist does not mean that you become family. And that you have a right to get online and vocalize whatever you want to vocalize. No. Amen. Wow. Stay tracking this um, I um I was thinking about this today, and it's a rhetorical question for y'all and also for everybody listening and or watching. When was the last time that you were happy? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. Um <laughs> my therapist asked me that and I was like, huh? Baby, Dr. Kim be coming for us. She really did. And I was about to come through that screen real quick. Um but I was like, <laughs> girl, I don't know. Um I was like, maybe in the summer. And she was like, You should probably discover that. I was like, You are really embarrassing me, but it's fine. Um so and I still don't know what that answer is right now, um, which would explain the funk that I've been in. And, you know, but that's my question to everybody. When was the last time that you were genuinely happy, not fake happy? Ooh, think about it and then start shouting. And then start shouting. Ooh. Ooh. Y'all some hit y'all spirit or we good? I'm good. Uh, if you out there being sexually active, be responsible, be safe. Please go get tested. No, seriously, seriously, for three months. Seriously, please, 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 be be responsible with that, because death is real and random, and so are these uh, little um, <laughs> the stuff that the stuff that be passing out. Some some people be passing out <laughs> stuff like it's candy at Halloween. These veterinary please. diseases. 
please, 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 please. And it, and, and it, you know, it's just, please get tested. We on top of your shit, please. It's very serious. Hey Amen. So before y'all, before we get to bedroom booming and all this stuff, be responsible and just take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and take care of others. Um, so be good to each other. That's what I had. I had a, a director in college uh, that passed away. He would always leave rehearsal and say, "Be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Take care of each other." So that's how I want to end the show tonight. Be good to one another. Take care of one another. Look out for each other. Stop all this stuff. Operate in love. And, you know, Auntie Tab says it best. Baby, you go have you a wonderful day. But even if you can't, don't you dare go messing it up with nobody else. All right? So catch us next week. We'll be back live. Um, we out.